Welcome to a new episode of NY Just Fans Podcast with hosts Davin, Sharman, and Chris. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Just Fans Podcast, Instagram at NY Just Fans Podcast. Before we start, we would like to give a shout out to our friends at Thirst and Gold Podcast. Yeah. Yep. Playing our ad, and we have done the same for them. We played the ad on our episode last week. Um, we forgot to give y'all a commercial break. Our apologies. Want to make sure we do this right. Um, they, they, they fans of us. We, we, you know, we fans of them, and we friends. Especially well. the alcohol, yeah, yeah. the alcohol, and the great beer, great booze. Um, <laughs> just make sure you check them out, and and they have some football knowledge as well. So yeah, give them a check out. So now, now that we got that out of the way, let's move on to the Super Bowl. Kansas City Chiefs are the Super Bowl champions. Congratulations to yes. Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, the whole crew. I'm going to start it Definitely. off with you, Sharman, because I know y'all both have a lot to say. But, Sharman, how are you feeling about the Super Bowl and what happened to make the Chiefs win the Super Bowl? I'm definitely sorry that I counted uh, Patrick Mahomes out. <laughs> uh <laughs> Well, I, you know, we, we always have, you know, after seeing the way the 49ers played, it was hard to pick against them. And uh, I uh, I just could not see them slowing down the way that defense has been playing. And they really didn't. In reality, for basically almost three quarters, they had the Chiefs looking like human beings. Uh, Patrick Mahomes uh, looked flustered. Um, I, I I was texting with Chris and and Chris I, I agreed with me that that there was uh that he just didn't look like himself they didn't look like themselves uh their running back Damian Williams was the only guy that was uh that was actually performing up to standard and he kind of kept them around here and there but Mahomes was I think he he threw two interceptions he had the two fumbles I think and he just did not look like himself and you know but. If, unfortunately, the thing with the Chiefs is you could never count them out, you know. <laughs> uh, I mean, it, it's just ridiculous the things that could, they could do on offense, especially with a, bla- a great play designer in Andy Reid, uh, who I think deserves this more than anything, man. Um, you, you've never heard a bad word spoken about this man. And uh, I always feel like um, even when people speak kind words about him, uh, it just seems like he wasn't getting his just due. And after 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 this weekend, um, after the past weekend, um, you have to give him his just due as well, probably one of the better offensive coaches ever to coach in the NFL. Um I think oh. I think I hey, think you also gotta give the enemy a shout out too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I definitely you wouldn't know, have let him do him. Yeah, I didn't would I wouldn't left him leave him out. Uh, I think I think it speaks volume that Andy most of Andy Reid's uh, assistants have gone on to have coaching careers. So yep. he does do a really good job of uh, taking all his guys with him, you know, in knowledge and everything. So uh, so yeah, Eric Bieniemy is gonna finally get his chance. And um, you, I think there was an interview he had. Uh, I can't remember who it was the interview with. And you could let's listen to the man speak. And tell me that's not a head coach, and that's not a leader of men. I'm sorry, man. It, it, I, I'm the fact, the, the whole hand wringing and stuff of people making excuses for the reasons why he's not hired is stupid to me. But anyway, back to the Super Bowl. Uh, that third and fifteen throw, man. Mm-hmm. That's that's what made the Super Bowl, man. He basically threw that ball from his 22, 22 or 23 yard. Uh, the Chiefs 22, 23 yard to the 49ers 22, 23 yard whilst backing up. Um, that's the magic of Patrick Mahomes, man. Um, to even to further illustrate how much magic, even if his season wasn't as good as it was last season, numbers wise, um, you ha- to to kind of illustrate how good this guy is on third and long in the league. He led he led the NFL in third and long uh, execution. I think the numbers are have the numbers somewhere here. It's like he was 13 of 17, 299 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions on third and long. 
That's a QBR of basically 99.9. .9. And the league average is a, a QBR is 4.9. <laughs> On third and long. <laughs> just, That's just crazy. Think, just think of how good that is. That's unheard of. You know, that's just ridiculous that they get themselves in these holes over and over and over again, and they just are able to execute all the time. And the play that they called on that third and 15 was, it was called uh, two, two, three jet chip wasp. And the play called the two, three is a slide protection of five, a five man slide protection for the offensive line. The chip was for the tight end and the back to chip, making it a seven-man protection. It was kind of like a vertical call, all verticals, uh, but one on the backside boundary was going to be an in-cut. And then Tyreek Hill was going to run like he was going to run a post route. And then at the last second, uh, he was going to run a corner route. That was the variation in the, in the all with verticals. And the uh, five-step drop, I mean, he was pressured, Mahomes was, and people say that the throw was a duck, but if you look, if you look at it on the coach's film, you could see that he threw the ball way before Tyreek made his break. So he anticipated throwing that ball, and, and when Tyreek made that break, he was wide open because the corner on the boundary run with the in-cut. I mean, crazy. I, um, most of the information I got here, I got, uh, about this play was from Peter King. If you could, uh, if you, you read his Monday morning quarterback stuff, man, he's awesome. Uh, but I mean, that's just the breakdown of the play. The fact that they called it when they called it on a third and 15 that they had to have, because if they didn't, it, the 49ers might've run that ball, run the ball, um, run the minutes down and, and took the game. So um, scoring 21 points in less than five minutes, uh, third and 15, ridiculous play call. I mean, they, they just deserve this, man. I don't know. I mean, I love, uh, uh, I, I love the fact that Damian Williams had, had such a, 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 an impact on the game, but it, uh, it took Patrick Mahomes to take it home for them, man. And uh, congratulations to Chiefs Kingdom. Definitely. I, I, and I, just to add, I think it's amazing how for the first three quarters and even some of the fourth quarter starting, San Francisco was basically, basically had Mahomes, you know, under wraps. I mean, they scored only yeah. 10 points, two, two interceptions, and a couple of uh, fumbles as well. They didn't recover the fumbles, but they did make them, they did cause them to fumble the ball. And that one fumble, the one that uh, when he was running down, I think it was like inside the five yard line and he got hit pretty yeah, hard. Got smashed. Yeah. But that ball went out of bounds. Imagine if that, that stays in bounds, you know, that could have oh, been. Boy. Think about it. That's seven points off the board for Kansas City. And, um, yes. I, you know, like I was looking and I wrote down some notes too. And I was like, some of these game-changing moments that if they went the other way, obviously the third and 15 that you're talking about was probably the biggest play of the night. Even the Williams touchdown, the first one, where he stepped out and they had to review it. Now, if I, they were talking about it the other day too, that – if the play was called out, out of bounds, and not inbounds, and they re and they reviewed it, they they wouldn't have reversed it either way. It was that close. It was so, yeah, it was too close. Yeah. Yeah. So that ref, you know, like the ref call was big on that one because if there wasn't enough to reverse it either way. So that one was a big one. Um, and uh, another one that we don't we didn't really take notice, but it was on the, the defense by Kansas City. When mm. Sam Fran got the ball back after they had given up, the, given up the lead, and they had their third down, all they had to do was get a couple of first downs, and that yep. game was over, right? Mm -hmm. um, but uh, what's his name? Uh, Garoppolo tried to throw on third down and whatever it was. I think it was third and – oh, no, it was on second and five. And that was mm -hmm. the one that Chris Jones batted down. Yep. I think he was trying to hit uh, Kitt, uh, Kittle up the middle. That was another big play. Um, the pass interference in the end zone that some of the Kansas City fans, I mean, some of the uh, San Fran fans that weren't happy about. But to hmm. me, that was pretty obvious. I mean, the defender With wasn't the even looking. Yeah, the, I think it was more. Right? Yeah. yeah, he did not even look back. Yeah, He just I mean, jumped right into the – yeah, he just jumped right into the guy's chest. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it stinks that there's got to be a penalty like that, but it was, it was too obvious. They had to call it. You know, it wasn't a, 
And then they were complaining that Kittle got uh, penalized for the push-off, but that was pretty obvious that too. Was, uh, yep. Yeah, so I, I didn't, you know, I didn't, I didn't really have a problem with that. And remember the pass interference too, just to go back to that play, that was on a third and ten. Yep. And that, there you go. So that seven could have turned into three, right? So there was Agreed. a couple of big plays, man. Like one or two, three, four plays in this whole game that could have changed the outcome of it. And but it goes down to Mahomes, man. The guy was he was shut down for three quarters. Hmm. Give the guy and give the kid credit, right? What is he? Twenty four years old. Any other twenty four year old would have probably put his head Melted. down and said, "Oh, I'm done. I, I I'm not going to do it today. This is just not my day." But he kept pushing forward, and I'm sure his coaches were on him and his and his uh, teammates. And and the kid just pulled it out, man. It's just unbelievable how he played in that fourth quarter. Some of those yeah, some and- of those throws and Damien Williams, like you said too. You mentioned Damien Williams. He had a great game. I mean, he could have easily have gotten the MVP too. I mean, I if he got it, I don't think anybody would have complained. So, uh, I, and it was a good game, man. Yeah, it was a good game. It's better than last year's. I'll tell you that. Um, yes, yes, <laughs> for more um, than one reason. <laughs> but yeah, for more than one reason. <laughs> one of them we won't mention. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I w- I'm just, I'm just, uh, I, I was really happy about the whole thing. I think the fact that everybody's killing Kyle Shanahan over some of the play calls is kind of justified. Yeah, um, I agree. I think, I think him going away from the run game mix. Um, it's the reason why I said kind of justified is that I think the adjustments that the chiefs on defense kept making was kind of taking him out of his game. Um, even if the run was working, it wasn't working to his liking. Um, the, the, the numbers is what is not what you should watch is the numbers on the whole is not what you should watch is what they started, what started happening on those runs in the fourth quarter. In the fourth quarter, the runs, instead of going for seven and 12 and 14, they were going for, I think I saw the numbers. It was, there was a nine, there was a nine yard run. Then there was a five yard run. Then there was a a four yard run. So it wasn't, it's not, they weren't getting the pop that they felt like they should have, they shouldn't, they should have got. And they started trying to play action off of those, which had been working. You know, it wasn't like he was going through something that wasn't working at all. What the difference was is that they were getting real pressure on Garoppolo. And, yes. uh, um, and I think, and I think that changed the game. I think the, I think the chiefs defense really stepped up when they needed to. I think I made the comment last week about the chiefs defense being the, the part, the one unit in the game that could wreck everything because we knew that at some point the chiefs would have showed up and we knew that the 49ers would offense would have showed up. And we knew that the 49ers defense and what they had done all season. The only unit on the whole on that on the, in that game that hadn't really, I mean, not that they had because on like I said, they had played really good football coming down the stretch. And I think, you know, they they were holding opponents to like eleven point something points a game or something like that in the last six games or something like that. But mm-hmm. But uh, you still was like, oh, you know, you don't know, you know, what they were going to do against the, against the, the um, 49ers run. And I think they really did a good job. Yeah. Now, you know what? We, we don't give Kansas City enough credit defensively because I, I, I'm with you. Shanahan should have got some flag for it because they did, you know, pull away from the running game. And in the fourth quarter, that's what it's all about. When you got the lead, fourth quarter, midway through the fourth quarter, maybe even more into the fourth quarter, all they had to do was run the clock down. You know what I mean? Get a couple of first downs, grind it out, and they have the offense to do it. They got the mm-hmm. three-headed monster at, at running back, and they could have did it. I mean, Tevin Coleman only had five carries all game. Raheem Monster had 200-something yards in the championship game, and he had mm-hmm. 12 carries. Mm-hmm. I mean, th- you're getting away from your game plan. I mean, I know you got to mix it up and do different things. I get it. But you know what? Stick with what got you there. You know, running the ball got you there. And, you know, everybody's complaining, oh, Jimmy Garoppolo didn't make a play and this and that. Hey, you know what? Just like you said, the Chiefs defense was all over him. Mm-hmm. So that's more of a reason to get the, get the running game going. And uh, I, I think, yeah, I think it's – Shanahan should have got a and, – and, again, two years ago, Shanahan blew the lead. He was the offensive coordinator with the Falcons, right, against the Patriots. 
Yes. So now he's now he's blown the two biggest leads in uh, in Super Bowl history. It's pretty bad, you know. It's not all I on still, him, obviously. Yeah, the I still. Play. <laughs> yeah, I still. I. I listen. You could criticize somebody without yeah. basically giving up on them. I still think uh, Kyle Shanahan is is one of the better play callers in the league. Hands oh down. yeah, absolutely. There's not too many. There's, yeah, there's not <laughs> too not many of down. them. Just, right. There's not too many. Too many of them that did that. But I think. Uh, I think if you look, if you could find the coach's tape and see some of those plays up in the trenches against the 49ers offensive line and the, and the, and the Chiefs defensive <laughs> line. All you had to see was the amount of times the 49ers offensive linemen were on the, on the ground. If your offensive linemen on the ground, they're not doing too, too good. You know? So I, for me, I think that the, um, the 49ers uh, part, partly, again, not trying to shield Shanahan from, from blame because I think he really, um, the lion's share of the blame is on him, in my opinion. But his offensive line was not holding up really well. There was, right. there was a reason why um, Chris Jones, um, like I said before, that um, I said last week that, that he would be one, he was one of the most underrated players coming in and he would have an impact on the game. You know, he kept batting balls down and he was getting in the backfield. And it was, it was, yeah, they were, they were getting numerous pressures on Garoppolo. So, you know, there was a reason why he thought that he, he had to use play action. You know, he, he needed the, the, um, the coverages to change. He needed to, he needed, he was trying to influence the looks, the defenses, the defense was giving him. And, and maybe he, or he overthought it, you know. That's right. something that happens. I, I think know? that could be a that I, that could have been it because you know what? In order to get the the <clears throat> the, the play action to work, you got to get the running game going. You got to get them to think, oh, they're going to run, they're going to run, right? And then right. play action off of that. And to me, they didn't get the running game going as as much as they usually have or they have during the season. And just for your sake, uh, for what you're saying, the Chiefs' defense, man, let's give them credit. They. Yep. They played great all around. You know, not one guy, you know, yeah, Chris, he did have a good game, Chris Jones. But, mm -hmm. I mean, overall, the whole defense just played great. Just played I mean, really well, yeah. When you look at the stats and everything, not one guy, you know, breaks out of the, the stat sheet and says, oh, he had a great game. They all had solid, solid games. Yeah. And, um, you know, and then, you know what, in the end, at the end of this whole game, fourth quarter, it came down to – Will the 49ers shut down the Chiefs' offense? And hmm. can the Chiefs make a play on offense, obviously, but can the Chiefs stop them from running out the, running out the clock? And that's exactly what happened. They, remember, I think we were texting back, you need a three and out here. They got yep. the three and out. They got the ball right back. Boom, they went right down and scored again. And those, those two or three possessions in a row were like the whole game. And hmm. uh, it's, sometimes it comes down to that. You know, and like I said before, Patrick Mahomes is the king of certain this long, yes. or the <laughs> or the king of situational football as a QB in the NFL. Basically, that's that's it. And when I say king, it is it is like it, the next guy is way behind him. <laughs> so so in those situations, they've faced they faced the, those situations so many times that it's almost like uh, you know walking the park for them. So um, apparently, too, I forgot to mention that the play call, the two-three jet chip wasp uh, play call, was actually a call that uh, they had ran in the beginning of this um, the game, mm -hmm. and and what they saw the defense do, they figured they could kind of put the kind of wrinkle of the post corner route by by Ty, by Tyreek Hill to get him wide open, which which worked perfectly, and Mahomes was the one. Ask telling the coaches, man, to run that play again, run it again, because I think we could get them in that, you know, what we what they look because they tried to fake a kind of a, a, a middle field open where there's no safety in the middle field or, or there, there's basically a split safety, and and then they kind of faked it into a middle field close, which is the guy that that Tyreek burnt, you know. So hey, man. And another blunder. Again. There's another blunder by Kyle Shanahan too. It was the end of the first half. You remember? 
he had some time. He could have tried to yes. get into scoring position Con for maybe a field goal. Way too and, conservative. Yes. Yeah. And even uh, Lynch was – you've seen him on the sidelines trying to call time a timeout. Timeout, timeout, timeout. Right? That's, yes, that was bad. I was saying yeah. that. I'm like, why isn't he calling a timeout? He's crazy. Mm -hmm. I mean, you could have got a field goal out of that. You know, maybe maybe they miss it. Maybe they don't get it. But you got to try. I mean, especially against – like you said, man, with Kansas City, you're not going to hold them down for the whole game. I'm sorry. <laughs> Mahomes is – you said it, man. He's just too, too good of a quarterback right now. And coming into the game, he was super, super duper hot. And, yeah. uh, you know, you're not, you're not going to shut down that guy all game. He's going to have a – he's going to make a play here and there. And that's what he ended up doing in the fourth quarter. Yep. Oh, so. Yeah, yeah, I was, yeah, I was making it interesting. I get to chill out for a little bit, but um, <laughs> the only thing I'm gonna say is that uh, the 49ers, when you playing against Mahomes, you got to play a whole 60 minutes. You can't, yep. you can't you play go. for 53 and, mm -hmm. and <laughs> think that true, he's man. not gonna he's not gonna play for seven. You know, mm -hmm. if you did not watch the game against the Texans. Titans, or the, the one man, against the Titans. <laughs> he, the man, the man could score three touchdowns, which they have done in the last seven minutes. They could score three to four touchdowns in five, six minutes flat. Yeah, this is a this is a quick scoring offense, man. They could do it, yeah. and they did it. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, Mahomes, the man, the man is a god. <laughs> the man is a god. You know, and and. Appreciate, I appreciate what he done, even though he started out real bad. But you know, and he took 40, some shots. You know, he took some physical shots. You know, he fumbled a couple of times. He he definitely got he hit. He was some getting too. harassed. He was yeah, getting harassed, man. And like when you texted me that, good. yeah, yep. he was definitely flustered, man. You could tell he was, but something he he pulled it together on the sidelines and was like, "All right, let's go," you know, and uh, and he pulled it out. That third and that third and fifteen play was the one that that killed them. You know the Tariq Hill. Yep. You know they ran they they ran what they what they loved uh, the seams the two trip mm. seams. Um, that's they that's they last they love that's they love make it right there and then the safety. <laughs> um, I'm just saying that's how they okay. score most of the time. But hey, man, listen. Yeah. All you need listen, if 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 you guys need a phrase. Or to call something, just call Davin, man. Get Davin. Yeah. Davin, Davin could name anything for you, and you would be some. You, Davin can make you, a little book out of this. <laughs> <laughs> Davin's sitting Davin. on a gold mine. Hey, hey <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> you know, and 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 the stutter and the stutter, Forty Niners running what they what they ran the whole night. They decided to run a um, cover three robbery, and with the safety, it, it messed it. It really messed yeah. it up. And Hill took advantage of it, and then ever since then that went downhill. And Mahomes took advantage of it, and that was it. But other than that, yeah. yeah, it was a very good game. Um, and it showed from the Super Bowl ratings too. The Super Bowl ratings was high, was very high, close to a hundred million. Ridiculously high. Yep. There you go. Close to a hundred million, and that was the highest since two thousand fifteen or sixteen. Fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah, I think. Wow. I saw the okay. Numbers. Yeah. Yeah, so that, that's just maybe let you know when the Patriots don't play, we we get everybody <laughs> watches the Super Bowl. <laughs> there you go, keep them maybe, out of maybe, it. <laughs> maybe maybe Shakira and and J Lo had something to do with it too, right? No, uh, <laughs> I don't know them. I don't know the parents oh, don't don't Lord. like that. <laughs> oh, Lord. Hey, everybody I said was it before. You know what? If you put uh, yeah, Slipknot, yeah. you make Slipknot the halftime uh, performance, nobody would complain. Oh, whatever, Chris. <laughs> uh, there would be yeah. no sexual uh, whatever. We're putting down women by the way they dress and everything. No. Just put yeah, guys up yeah. there with masks and let them play some good heavy metal music and everything is good. <laughs> <laughs> no, nobody could take Chris away from his <laughs> no, heavy metal now. No, don't try. <laughs> they should mix it up, though. Come on. Every other year, you know, do rock one year, do rap maybe one year, whatever. But I don't know. Hey, at least they ain't, at least they didn't do Janet Jackson. That's, that's all that matters. So, <laughs> yeah, you didn't have to bring that up, buddy. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying. She's too. the reason why this is happening, though. They got so conservative because of yes. 
Well, yeah, that was Justin Sumba Timberlake's fault, but we will yes. so we, <laughs> yes, exactly. We'll that leave conversation we could have. Yeah, I was about to say. But, but uh, <laughs> who's who's the uh, who's your Super Bowl MVP? Yeah, like I said, like I said, it's definitely Patrick Mahomes. I understand why people think uh, Damian Williams was. He definitely kept them alive. Um, but come on, man, without the magic of Patrick Mahomes, the 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 Chiefs would not be. They wouldn't. They wouldn't have won that game. I'm sorry. Uh, when he came alive in the fourth quarter, that's the only reason why they were able to pull ahead. Uh, yes, he, he Williams three held them together, but right? yeah, threw two, ran one in. I mean, yeah. yeah, Williams. You know, he had two touchdowns as well. He had a great game. I'm not. And if yeah. he got it, I wouldn't be upset. You no. know, I wouldn't say, oh, he got. You know, but hey, it is what we know. The quarterback. We said it last week. The quarterback is probably going to get the MVP one way or the other. I mean, unless something incredible happens, but the quarterbacks usually get it. Fair or unfair, you know, it is what it is. I mean, to be honest, who else can you give it to? Maybe, I, I mean, the whole defense was, was the MVP for Kansas City, I thought, especially in that fourth quarter. I mean, they completely shut down San Francisco. I mean, but not one guy. Uh, so I, I think it's clearly it had to be Mahomes, like he said. Without his magic, they ain't winning that game. I'll give my MVP to Williams, Tariq Hill, and Watkins. Um, they um, three played the part in it as well. Hill yeah. had still had over 100 yards, 105. Watkins almost had 100 yards, 98. Williams with the long run to end end the game. It's silly, you know. Mm-hmm. This them guys played. Them guys played the hell of a game, you know. And if it wasn't yeah. for them fighting with Mahomes, then it wouldn't have been. It wouldn't, you know, the Super right. Bowl that they. That wouldn't have never happened. So, yeah, shout out to the Kansas City Chiefs again. Definitely. Do you love NFL football fun and booze? Join us at Thurston Gold Podcast every Saturday night for weekly NFL coverage, whiskey, bourbon, scotch, and beer reviews. We mix expert football analysis with signature drinks, original segments, and lots and lots of laughs. Yes, that's right, football fans. Please join us at Thurston Gold Podcast by heading over to thurstongold.buzzsprout.com or search Thurston Gold on the web. If you're tired of boring podcasts, come join our football party. Now we're in the offseason. Let's, let's talk about the Jets. Uh, most important need is defensive line. We're going to talk, talk about the offensive line next week. Um, but today we're going to talk about the defensive line due to Vic Beasley. He's going to be a free agent. So what is the need? What is the need for the edge? Like, what, like what players should we look at? All of them. <laughs> we need, I don't know about we, all of them. Like well, Dante Fowler, no, <laughs> no, no. But we we need help on the end. On the edge, yes, we do. Without a doubt, I mean, I that's, agree, yes, but I still wouldn't look at Dante Fowler, and I'm I'm not, I'm not Beasley, joking about that. Beasley is interesting because he's coming off a couple of bad. And it, well, last year he had I think nine sacks. He came yes. he came up in the last few games. He had a couple of sacks, so it didn't look as bad. But before that, I think he had a couple of off seasons. Uh, his rookie year, he was really good. Didn't he have the 15 sacks or something, or 16 sacks? Yeah, 15 and a half, yeah. Yeah, so uh, he's Six a guy. fumbles. Yeah, I, I think he's a guy, you know, that they should look at. Because I don't know, like, everybody's saying, oh, we should get this guy, we should get that guy. got to remember, we don't have an unlimited salary cap this year. like Exactly. So, you know, they got to be – I don't think they're going to get the big time one of the edge rushes. So I don't think we're going to get Clowney. I don't think we're going to get Fowler, like you're saying. Um, I don't think we're going to get either one of the guys. Beasley might be a little cheaper. So, you know, Ngakwe would be great too, but he's probably going to be, he's probably going to be too high for us. We're going to have to look at those second and third tier guys um, to help us out on, on the edge. And also they got to come up to a decision on Jenkins as well. What are they going to do with Jenkins? Is Jenkins a pass rusher? You know, is he a guy that is going to be a, uh, a consistent pass rusher, or is he a, a pass? You know, a guy that's going to get his sacks on um, on coverage sacks. So, you know, we're going to have to get to the second and third tier guys. I think when you're looking at edge rushers, um, that's that's my opinion because we have so many holes. Unfortunately, I think the big money is going to go to the uh, to the offensive line guys possibly when we get to them. I, I totally agree with you, Chris. Um, I'm not I'm not enamored with any of the pass rushes. Um, not for Greg Williams. Not for what he does. Not for 
and and when when you're talking about getting players, you have to understand. You have to ask yourself one question: Does he fit what your team does? Uh, Vic Bisley is a, is is basically he he he. I think he had better numbers when he played defensive end in the four three. Um, but when Atlanta made him stand up and play outside linebacker, I think his numbers fell off. Um, but I don't think he is the kind of guy that would play well in Williams in Greg Williams scheme. I it's my opinion. Um what Greg Greg Williams does and what he asks to do, he's he wants the ability to mask what he what he is gonna do. Mask his fronts, uh stunt a lot, uh um change a lot and you that means you have to be able to play different kind different techniques. So that means if you know, you can't just line up in the in the wide nine and that's your position all game. You know, there's going to be a lot of changes depending on what the offense does and stuff like that. So um, I don't, in my opinion, I don't think he fits what, what Greg Williams does. So I don't like him for, for, uh, for the Jets. Um, uh, what, what Davin was saying about, um, about the, the um, former Ram, uh, former Jag player, uh, I, I agree too. I don't think he fits what we do either. Um, I still think the, our best bet is to get somebody in, in the third round or something like that, Three. that in the draft, uh, mm-hmm. one of those kids. That way you get exactly what you're looking for. You could uh, scout and, uh, you know, Greg Williams and his scouts, his, his people could look into the kid and figure out if he has the talent and the skill set to fit what he wants to do. Because remember... Um, Greg Williams uh, was put into a kind of a tough situation with all the injuries on defense, and he had to really scheme a lot of the stuff. I don't even know a lot of the fronts he had was stuff that he really wanted to do. He was forced into those. Um, so I don't think uh, a lot of the things that he did was, some, was what he wanted to do. And even then, imagine how he kind of raised uh, the level of play from a lot of people. Um, since we're talking about defensive line, uh, McClendon had a career year. You know, uh, Steve McClendon had never had pass rush numbers like like he had this season in his whole career. I think for the first time, uh, McClendon had, uh, I think he had 18 pressures. He, that's a career high. And he had 11 QB hits. That's a career high also. You know, that's a 34-year-old guy causing havoc in the middle. And uh, playing shade nose, playing nose, playing four technique. Um, he he he's a uh, he he and he's always been underrated to me, but he really showed up. Um, I think the scheme really fits him a lot from what he could do. He's he's a big man with a with a lot of athleticism. Um, f- uh, for the Fadukasi too, man. Um, he blew up. I mean, there was not a play that you didn't see him dragging the crap out of some guard or center. You know, I think, I think he, you know, we, we're, we're blessed with DT defensive tackles and defensive ends, man. Um, uh, with these guys that I just mentioned, Kyle Phillips, that, that also, um, um, Nate Shepard played the hell of a, of a second half of football. He really showed up, man, especially in fast rush situations. Um, so, so it would marry all this if we could get a young pass rusher that could do exactly what Greg Williams wants as an edge rusher. Not only have his hand in the dirt and rush the passer, but also on certain situations, stunt inside and go against a, a guard or even protect the flat sometimes. You know, it depends whatever whatever um, Greg Williams wants him to do. So I... um. So I'm looking at uh, a kind of a third round player, probably uh, or something like that. You know that 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 uh, that the Jets would be, you know, um, the Jets would be, <clears throat> you know, initially like somebody that would fit that they would be interested in. I'm, I'm sorry think, about that. Uh, do you think they're going to bring back Jenkins? The thing for me, I, they, there's a real possibility because he just he really fit what Greg Williams did last year. You know, again, I know he's not the best pass rusher, but what he does, he just, he, you know, he's a little, he's an above average at what he does. 
you know, I, th- I think edge, for the right money, I think know? for the right money, they'll bring it back. You know, get a right. little bit above average, right? Average yeah. salary. because right, because remember, like I said, like like you just like we we um Chris said earlier, we have too many holes, man. We can't just keep one um getting rid of people, and how are we gonna keep filling them up? You know, um, right. but but for me, all, some of the players that are high on the on in the draft, um, edge rush wise. Uh, they're not to me. They're not gonna be um, available. So I'm looking at probably kid, a kid from Utah called Bradley Anai. Probably would be somebody they would be looking at. Um, that's that's that was the play in my mind that probably could be available in the in the high third round. That's probably a player that would you know that would look into. So um, yeah, I think I think I think the magic of uh, Greg Williams really showed up for our defensive tackles. I think we don't have an issue here. I but I think to make it even better, as for our linebackers to return healthy and for us to give them a legitimate edge, a legitimate edge threat this year, uh, this year, and and just watch them go, definitely. What about Shaq Lawson? Okay, he definitely, he is something that, he is definitely something I would keep an eye on. I think, um, I think the Buccaneers are not going to let him go. Definitely, I think they're going to pay him. Um, I would pay him. <laughs> um, uh, he's a, he, he had a what hell of a What salary season. is he going to go for? That's the question. That, that, well, that's what I'm saying. To, according to uh, SpotTrack, which is a website that yes. mainly goes with salaries, yep. they're saying... Like seven million a year for him, four years, thirty million. He's gonna get paid more than that. That's yeah. that's the that's basically the that, that them averaging up, averaging it up. But I think no. I think he's gonna get ten or more. Well, when you compare it to what they think, let's say Cloudy, he's the top yeah, guy, exactly. right? Yeah. He's gonna get twenty million a year. Disagree. You think he's gonna get less? Yeah. I think and Gakwe is gonna get. He hasn't. He hasn't performed. He hasn't performed. It's no disrespect to him. He's performed, no, I know what you but mean. he hasn't performed to where he's that guy that deserve that that's supposed to get that money. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a even. I'm gonna break. I'm gonna break down what what Davin just said. If you want a pure edge rusher that you could put on the outside to go against your talk to your tackle, play in and play out, or like I said, depending on scheme fit. Cover your your butt when when you want somebody to drop into the flat or something. You know he's not the guy. He's that's <laughs> not his thing. He's a mismatch made. He's a mismatch made in heaven. Basically, you want him to go against the tackle one play to beat him across his face or something on a stunt. Fine. You want him to go against a guard where he he you know he does the same thing where he with his elite quickness. Just beat beat a, beat the guard across his face or something like that. He will do that for you, and he he'll have these splash plays where he looks incredible. But consistency has always been his issue, and and and, and health and, too. Right, Staying on the field. exactly. And and if you want a pure pass rush, I don't think he is the guy. Now Yannick Ngakwe, yes, he's played with some stupid, talented defensive tackles, but you could see that on his own. <laughs> You put him against the tackle, man, and look out, you know. And they got him at 17 million. Yeah, yeah. Gakway at 17. Yeah, he's going to get he's gonna get between 17 and 20 in my mind, man. I think they and, both and, are. This, yeah. I'm, Someone's going to no, pay Clowney. Someone will pay yes, Clowney that money. I agree because, like I said, you depending on the defense you run, man, you want that guy that could be a matchup nightmare for, for offenses. So, but there is a lot of guys available. Chris Jones is going to be available. Yeah, I don't think he's going nowhere. <laughs> I don't think so. We said Shaq Lawson, uh, <coughs> Robert Quinn. He's getting up there in age. He's thirty now, but he's still, yeah, he's give still you... a beast, man. Yeah, no, he's still I mean, a beast too. Yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of good. I think that's going to help us in a way that a lot of these top guys are going to get their Agreed. money, and maybe we'll get the second and third tier guys that are still pretty decent. You know. So yeah. and that's that's what I'm getting. Shaq Lawson for seven million a year. That that is a highway robbery in heaven, and if the Jets <laughs> went and signed him for seven million a year, I'll be one pissed off fan because Shaq how many Lawson, how many sack how many sacks did Lawson have this year? He only had seven. He almost had twenty, huh? No, he only had seven this year. Really? Yeah. 
Oh, what's oh, we talking wait, about? Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, no, I, I, I think, I think, I think I'm mistaken, my guys. I, I apologize. Yeah, you're yeah. thinking of um. Yeah, I'm thinking of uh, the guy, the other Shaq. Uh, uh, Shaq. yeah. I'm, um, great. Uh, I mean, this guy's not bad either. <laughs> what we're talking yeah, about? He, oh, yeah, yeah, but he Lawson, had, he had his yeah. right then. He he had his right number then. If he's oh, Shaquille Who? Barrett. Barrett, right? Ah, oh, Shaquille Barrett. So, okay. Oh man, is I, he a I free agent or is he restricted? Or yeah, I think I think he's a restricted free agent. Restricted. And he had yeah. twenty sacks about yeah, nineteen twenty-five. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's gonna get yeah, the, got the names mixed up. Our, our apology, but yeah, Shaq yeah, Lawson that's, has that's his number. Right. But other than that, but, um, yeah, Lawson for me, Lawson is another guy that's just not. Um, in in reality, he's not the. He's the he's the wrong guy. I was talking about uh, uh, uh right, you're talking about Shaquille I was talking Barrett. about Barrett. Yeah. I was talking about Barrett, but but still Lawson is not the kind of guy I would want. I'm I'm sorry. He's a situational guy also in my in Shaquille my Barrett they got so, annual average annual salary at fifteen seven. Yeah, he's Apparently gonna be right. Yeah, he's gonna get paid. That's to like me, to me Mosley money. Yeah. Uh, to me Barrett Bar- um um Bar- no, he does not um he does not fit what we do, and he's a very situational guy. I don't think the Jets will pay a guy to to rush the passer at forty percent of the time, forty percent of the snaps. No, not seven million dollars. Not when they have too much money, too much holes to fill. Yeah. No, I don't see that happening. Agree to that. So let's talk about uh, the Jaguars. They they supposed to play back to back games in London uh, this season coming up. Next season coming up. And they're going to be the first team ever to play two games outside of the United States. Right. So, so does that season. mean in the future that they could possibly look at London as in like a new stadium? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> this is what they're trying to do. They're going to see how it works. And if it works, you know what? And I was watching a pro football talk. I don't know if they said it this morning or yesterday that basically if it works and if the owner, um, uh, what's his name? Shahid Khan, whatever his name is. Mm-hmm. He's if he really wants to move that team to uh, London for you know for all eight games, he's going to get a lot of support from ownership to do that. So I, I definitely see this happening if it works. But his you know like here's the negatives. I mean, we talk about the travel. Obviously, they're going to have to figure something out. You know, they're going to keep them like like they are now. They'll keep them there for two or three weeks at a time. They'll get their two or three home games in a row, and then they'll have to play in the States probably two or three games in a row. That's the only bad thing with the travel. Um, the teams that are traveling to London are going to have to have the bye week probably the week after, or they're going to have to play the Thursday game the week after. You know what I mean? Just so that they have a longer week. I mean, the Monday. At least give them an extra day, something. They're going to have to – I mean, it's the – you know, the, the travel and the, the logistics are the biggest issue for this move. Otherwise, I think they would have did it already because um, they have an owner ready to go and they have stadiums there, obviously, ready to go, too. Um, the other thing, too, is, like, a lot of these players, you know, like, do you want – like, if you're in the Jaguars now, do you want to go live in London, you know, and move your family out there? I mean, it's a totally yes. different country. This ain't Canada. This is, you know, this is England. This is a totally different country than ours. So – I don't – listen, money talks and, you know, what walks. So, you know, if, if the money's there, you know what I'm saying? If the money's the there, it's, it's – yeah, if the money's there, it's going to happen either way. So, I, I just think it's going to happen eventually. It may not happen tomorrow. So, uh, that's that's my feeling about it. Yeah, I – um, it's it's – the money is what – like like the money walks, like you said um, – the money talks, I guess. I, I mean, yes. um, I'm all over the place today. Uh, <laughs> um, listen, this is, this is, I think we've spoken about this opportunity for the NFL a while ago. Um, the, the ridiculous crowds they were able to conjure up in, in, in London and, and, and in Britain. It's, it's, just, it's just pulling them over there, man. They, they, they have a lot of fans of NFL football in, in London and Britain. So they're gonna they're gonna try to milk it for all it's worth, and if it if that means moving a team out there and it's gonna be in the be, in their best interest, they will do it. If you're paying an NFL player millions of dollars to move to London, he'll do it. <laughs> so and you know what? Um, 
and, he'll and you figure something out. And you know what? You mentioned Peter King earlier too on Pro Football Talk. He said, "If this works, don't be surprised if another team goes out there too. You might have this two one teams one of, in London." But didn't they play in Mexico too? Yeah. Well, I'm saying they might have. Two yeah, games. but they don't have. They don't have. Yeah, they the don't have a lot of fans. revenue. You're talking about, and the kind of fans you're talking about in London now. You know, no, that's but look totally at the different. fan base. The fan base has got to be better than Jacksonville. Jacksonville, you got a lot of empty seats there. I agree. There you, you go. Know what I'm saying that's, so. That's that's probably why Jacksonville is the team that they're kind of using as the the bait on the hook. Right. You know. That's for one, and then they'll see another team that's not pulling in the, you know, the the fans as as much as they want. That'll be the next one out. I don't know who else is out there. Um, the Chargers. <laughs> yeah, there you go. If LA doesn't work out, hey, yeah. LA, LA is not working out because when the Chargers are playing, <laughs> there's almost no Chargers fans in the in in the stands. Yeah, man. The, there was the no, whole... there was not many Charger fans in San Diego, right when they played. There so <laughs> there you go. That's the other team possibility. I'm just saying down the road, years yes. down the road. Maybe maybe less than years. We talking about months. <laughs> yeah, you never know, man. With LA. I, Listen, LA, there's no way LA is going to carry two teams. They they can barely carry yeah, one. So yeah, it doesn't seem like it doesn't seem like it's working. It just seems like the Chargers just don't have no fan base at all. Yeah, it's and that's sad. sad. It is sad because they've been around a while. Yep. You know they've been around since the '60s, so you would think they'd be like Ron Jaworski singing San Diego Super Chargers. <laughs> you remember, remember that? that? Oh <laughs> my god. <laughs> That is that is crazy. That is crazy. Yep. Yeah, but it just seems like they don't have no type of fan base. Like if like if they would play the Jets, we we could like everybody would be would be mostly Jets fans than Chargers fans. Hmm. It's just no, I just don't understand like this Chargers. Like what is like what is going on with them? That's not like even when they was even when they was in the playoffs, it still seemed like the Chargers was not getting no type of fans there at the game. Yeah, I don't understand why they don't have a good fan base there. It's beautiful out. It's not a bad, you know, to go to the game, weather-wise. They probably just don't like them. No, yeah. I want to know what happens in Las Vegas with the with the Raiders when they when they finally get that together. Do you think they're gonna have much more of a fan base than they did in Oakland? I think Vegas is gonna get numbers. Um, I think there's a reason why they moved there. Um, Vegas has been want. I think Vegas, they've been kind of wanting a team for a while now. I think uh, the way that the NHL moved out there and they did pretty well, I think that's why the NFL thinks they're going to do well. And I think they have the crowd for it. Yes. I think and so. Vegas has been expanding so much in the past. Yes. Yes. You know, po- uh, population-wise, too. Um, I-, I could see it working out there. Yeah. Agreed. But you think the fan base will be better than Oakland? Hmm. That's that's the. I question. think so. Oh yeah, it's gonna be better. Oh yeah, most definitely. It's oh, Oakland. They were some diehard fans. That that black and gray. <laughs> uh, yeah, they, yeah, they they did they, have their you know I think their yep. base, but not you know I I think the numbers are gonna be much better in in Vegas though. All right, all right. So let's one more topic, and then we'll get up out of here. Um, quick topic about the about uh, Chris's other team, the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, they, they had added, they had added. Uh, who did they add? Who did they add? Excuse, excuse me. I'm I'm off my game as well, Sharman. The Broncos' offensive coordinator. The Broncos' offensive coordinator, Rich, to join Eagle staff. Um, as Press Taylor is Dane passing game coordinator. Um, but they still, but they still haven't. Announced the new offensive coordinator. As they said, they probably won't. Um, Chris, what what does that mean for uh, Peterson, and what and why you think they're not making this change? Well, because I think the offensive coordinator change. Well, Peterson calls the plays, you know, on on offense. So I don't think it's that big of a need. And he's also got Deuce Staley there as an assistant head coach, hmm. so he's probably helping out as well. He's going to be a name to th- to to think about in the next in the next year or two also for head coaching jobs along with the enemy, but um, that's another story. But um, I think for the offensive, I think Peterson is the main guy. And um, I just think that he, you know, he's calling the play. So he doesn't, the need for an offensive coordinator 
is not that big there because he's basically the offensive coordinator, just like with us, mm. right? Yeah. I mean, we have Gase. He calls the plays. He's basically the offensive coordinator too. And uh, what's his name? Who's our OC? Oh, I don't, I don't, you know, Whoever I don't know. It, right, name. whoever that guy is. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> Pat and Oswald, right? The guy that looks like the actor. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he, he's basically just a figurehead, you know? He's basically, you know. Yeah, um, we discussed that. I mean, yeah, he's yeah. basically so, his, 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 man on, his man on the sideline, basically. <laughs> I think that's ba- – so them not having an offensive coordinator, I don't think it's that big of a deal. No, but, um, not. you know, for us, I think it's a big deal. I think we need an offensive coordinator because I don't think Gase – Maybe can't handle everything and whatever, but that's a whole other story. Peterson obviously can. Guy won a Super Bowl, so right. uh, call him plays. Mm-hmm. But at that time, he did have an offensive coordinator. He had yes, he uh, Frank Reich, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. He yes. ended up going to the Colts. So, mm. so it's it's interesting not to have one, but I understand why they don't. Sure. So well, they have bigger yeah, holes. I- yeah, I don't think that's an issue for them. I think they'll be fine. I think Peterson has has proven over and over again that he's pretty good at uh, um, being a leader and being a coordinator. So I yes. don't think I don't think that's going to be an issue for the, for the Eagles at all. They have yeah. definitely have way more uh, bigger subjects to att- attend to. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, at least uh, we 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 actually have somebody that can actually be a head coach and. Call call the plays because we're not gonna mention names, not not today, not tonight. But no. y- y'all get my drift. <laughs> yep. Yeah, we get your drift. We Everybody you. gets your yes. drift. Yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> but we're not gonna talk about that tonight. You know, no. other than that, the wheel route and all and all my other favorite, my other favorite <laughs> classic quotes. But that's it for our podcast. Please make sure to um, please make sure to follow us on Twitter, Just Fans Podcast. Graham at NY Just Fans Podcast. Hey, uh, real quick, if you guys got any questions for us, hit us up on, on Twitter. Yes, please. Twitter. Yeah, um, just ask I will us put questions. The email, I will put an email. Yeah. I will put our email out um, also if you want to send us an email. Um, still keep, keep the feedback going and the ratings going. Um, you know, and we do this every week. We haven't taken not one week off yet, shockingly. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, until next week. Take your flight. Take flight. Take flight.